speak on their Bible hero, why that person's their hero, and what they apply from their life, from their hero's life. So first up, we have Gail. Father, I pray for Gail as she comes, Father God, that she would have such a confidence in the heart of what you want to speak through her and that she would know she's amongst friends. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I've given each of them eight minutes. I do believe in miracles. I'm going to wave my hand at five and again at one. So here we go. Bless you. Good morning to those of you that don't know me. My name is Gail. And I want to start by asking you a question. Do you know who the biggest woman in the Bible is? The woman of Samaria. My scripture and the person is the woman of Samaria. And I'm reading from John chapter 4, verses 27 and 29. Just then the disciples returned and were surprised to find him, Jesus, talking to the woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Um, um, that verse speaks to me come see the man who ever told me everything I ever did when I was a child up to the age of 18 I didn't have a relationship with Jesus I was a sinner lost to this world I met my future husband on a blind date and he was a backslidden Christian with a praying mum praise the Lord for those praying mums Just after we got engaged, I had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ right in that room in there. He brought me to church. That was the first time I ever came. I did all the usual things. I got baptised and received the Holy Spirit. And some time later in my spiritual journey, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and that started to walk through my mind, knocking on doors where memories were, not so good memories that I didn't want to remember. Some doors I opened, but others took a long time. And with much prompting by the Holy Spirit to allow one to be opened. See, they know, just like Jesus knew all about the woman at the well, he knew all about me, and he wanted me just to open that one door He's omnipotent and he sees all. They knew what was behind that door. When I finally yielded to the gentle wooing, it was like a gushing river. Afterwards, when I walked home, I had a song going through my mind that he washes me white as snow. Some time later, I felt like I'd walked like the children of Israel going around and around the mountain until I opened that door. I was set free that day. No more lies, no more secrets. He just wanted me or all of us to be free so he can use us for his kingdom. Amen. So I'll just say that verse again. Come, see a man who has done everything that I ever did. That man is Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Gail. Okay, Token Allen, you can have 10 minutes because Gail only took a few. <laughs> no. 
Father God, I thank you for this amazing brother. Thank you, Father God, for his heart. Thank you for how he allows you to express yourself through him. Thank you for the word that you've laid on his heart for us this morning. Help him to bring it to us, I pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Good morning. If no, if there's anyone who just doesn't know who I am, my name is Ngātoko Kupe, ko Kakepuku te maunga, Waipate Awa, and my marae is Te Kopua. My mountain is Kakepuku, and the rivers are Waipa. I'm going to talk on my hero Job because he went through big things that. Uh, we're yet to understand. Um, he was from Uz. He was he was a, a blameless and upright and wealthy man. And uh, one day, uh, the God and and the angels got together, and and Satan turned up and he said, "Where have you been, Satan?" And uh, Satan said, "Oh, I've been roaming the earth." And uh, God says says to him, uh, "How did you find my servant?" Uh, Job, and he said, uh, he's very good. And what do you think? He said, well, the only reason he's so wealthy and successful is because you have got your hand on him. And a bit later on in the journey, he, uh, Satan says, well, God says, yes, you can have, have him, uh, but don't kill him. And... Uh, Satan goes down to earth and uh, he dest destroys all his cattle, his family. And Job, being Job, he, he knelt down and prayed and said, into this earth I come naked, out of this earth I'll go out naked. And I, f I, I find that a person with that integrity not letting himself slip. I, I slip daily for, in, in, in the word it says, for what I should do, I do not do, but what I should not do, that I do. And, you know, I come in that, that category quite often. But Job, he had three friends, Eliza Faz, Faz Bildad, and Zophar. And they come and try and say, well, you've done something wrong. And Job says, why, why do you talk to me like this? I have done nothing wrong. And, and, and they tell him to, to, to go to God and repent and do this, that and the other thing. Basically says, you, you're worthless men. Later on, a young man, Eli, who I think his name is, he comes in and says, oh, you're all wrong. But Job just gets down and prays. And the Lord comes in a whirlwind and takes him through the universe a virtual trip through the universe and shows him uh, how the snow clouds are formed, uh, uh, the fish in the sea, and, and, and he, he says to Job, do you know, uh, would you be able to do this, what, what, what I have done? And um, uh, the behemoths of the land and, and the Levitians, I think they're called, sea serpents, and Job, uh, he says no, and then... So God leaves him, and then after he left them, God, uh, uh, Job saw what the Lord has, has done and ha how he's done it, how he's, he created the heavens and the earth. And uh, he gets down on his knees and prays, and uh, 
then things come right. He's, uh, well, I forgot to tell you, but he, he, he'd been covered from head to toe in sores and it, they got so bad that, that, that he scraped them. And, and I'm sure some of us, when, when we get a few sores, we either scratch or, or, or... I don't think we'd have the patience of Job. And then God restores Job. You know, his, his health comes back and they always had an upright a mentality and, 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 and he, he was uh, astute. So, so everything comes back and uh, he gets health, he gets wealth, he gets twice as many animals that were destroyed, like his, his animals, his property, and children, he has twice as many children. What I like about Job is one part of it in, in Job 19.25. He said, For I know my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And I believe he's t- talking of Jesus Christ. Many of us sprain an ankle, and it's dire straits. We have sicknesses, and we complain. Why, Lord? Why? Even though all this happened to Job, he did not deny God. At one time, he'd, he'd said, oh, I, I wish I wasn't born, sort of, because of the pain and agony he went through. But he stood upright, and uh, he's my hero in, in, in the Bible, apart from Jesus Christ, who he actually spoke about. Thank you. Father God, I thank you for Alan. I thank you for the knowledge and understanding that he has for you um, and of you. And Father God, I pray now that as he shares your word with us, that you will enable him, Father God, to speak clearly to us and um, share what you've laid on his heart for us. In Jesus' name, <laughs> amen. Pass on my welcome to everybody here this morning. And the character that I'm looking at is Enoch. Uh, that's because, very simple reason here, there's only a few verses and I don't need to speak much. <laughs> <laughs> and I can summarize it in one sentence. He just keeps on walking to the Lord and he ends up at his home, God's home. See, I've summarized my whole message in that. If you forget anything... If you go home and forget what the message is, just keep on walking with God and you'll end up at his place. So um, now there's a famous Anglican uh, bishop of Liverpool and he once said, and this is the second thing to remember, we want more men and women who walk with God and before God like Enoch and Abraham. Are all of us like Enoch? Are we walking with purpose are we walking towards heaven is our lives everything we decide everything we do is with god and for god and before him so there's three scriptures and they don't have many verses so it won't be long there's genesis 5 hebrews 11 and one from jude and i've chosen enoch for a second reason because he's number two in hebrews 11 but before we get to hebrews 11 Genesis 5, verses 21 to 24 from the New King James Version. Enoch lived 65 years, and hello, he had a baby called Methuselah. 
Many people at 65 want, think that's the end. Now, after he begot Methuselah, yes, there was more, Enoch walked with God 300 years, had sons and daughters, so all the days of Enoch were 365 years, one year for each day of our year. Uh, verse 24, this is the only verse about him in Genesis 5. Enoch walked with God, he was not, for God took him. One day he was here, one day he was gone. More on that later, if I have time. <laughs> uh, Hebrews 11. Um, we have two characters here, Abel and Enoch, and we'll compare the two. Uh, this is faith at the dawn of history, Hebrews 11, 4-6, from the NIV this time. By faith, Abel brought a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he's dead. Next one. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He was the first person in biblical history who did not die because he could not be found because God had taken him away. Now, I could put in my favourite word there, raptured. He was raptured. Some translations don't agree with me and they use the word translation. So I stick with the NIV. Let's keep it simple. God just took him away, however he took him away. Uh, for before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. Without faith, for everybody, it's impossible to please God because everyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Are you earnestly seeking the Lord today? Because if you do, you will be rewarded. Now, can we all say, the Lord is rewarding me? The Lord is rewarding me. He's not punishing you, he's rewarding you. And so we come to Jude 14 now, 15. There's this guy, Enoch, he's the seventh from Adam. He prophesied about these men. Who are these men? These are apostates who are depraved and doomed. If you want to read more about them, read the first 11 verses of Jude. And he said, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly, among them all of their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all harsh things which ungodly... Did you get that? Four ungodlies. Of all harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Enoch was the only one to preach the second coming of the Lord before Jesus even died on the cross. Now, how about that? The second coming. And if you look at the names of, of Adam through to um, Noah, you get the whole message. But I don't have time because I'm running out, fast running out. So, <laughs> so let's be crystal clear here. Uh, Hebrews 11.6 makes it clear that he delights in warding his children who earnestly seek him. How do we earnestly seek him? We walk towards God every day. Whatever we do, we decide. We make wrong uh, if we make wrong decisions, we give that to God because it's not a matter of right or wrong. It's a matter of life or death. Enoch keeps walking, keeps walking, and he's talking with God, conversing with God, walking in his garden, and keeps walking, and God says to him one day, look, 
um, Enoch, you're so engaged in this conversation. How about we continue at home? Come home with me, Enoch. And uh, somebody at OAC, Open Air Campaigners, explained that to children. And I thought, well, that's very good. I'll remember that. And um, now, what's Enoch doing in heaven? Well, we come to the favourite end now. There's a lovely, you can't Google this. I tried Googling the marriage supper of the Lamb, but they, you end up with the wrong words. Every Google search has the wrong words. So I'm going to not sing it, because I can't sing for peanuts, but um, the right hymn, the marriage supper of the Lamb. In the soul's bright home beyond the sky, in a land where the ransom never die, there will be a royal banquet by and by. You are invited. If you haven't got an invitation, talk to Jocelyn afterwards how you get an invitation to the marriage supper of the Lamb. So the great marriage supper of the Lamb, are you going to be there? Are you going to be there at the great marriage supper of the Lamb with your wedding garment on? Will you meet the loved ones gone at the great marriage supper of the Lamb? The bride shall shine. Who is the bride? Us who believe in Jesus. The bride shall shine in bright array with a lovely dress, with her tears all forever wiped away. There will be a great rejoicing on that day. What day? At the great marriage supper of the Lamb. From all sin forevermore released, they will come from west and from the east, for all nations will be gathered. Where? At the feast. What feast? The great supper of the Lamb. We shall praise him by the crystal tide when the Lamb that was slain is glorified and the ransom church of God, that is us, shall see the Lord at the great marriage supper of the Lamb. And Enoch is there because he is a friend of the bridegroom. There's two groups there um, at the marriage supper. Friends of the bride and friends of the bridegroom. We make up the bride. Enoch makes up friends of the bridegroom. So he's going to be there. We'll meet him when we get there. If you want to know how to get there, Jocelyn's the one to talk to after the service. So Lord Jesus, I just pray for this lovely congregation that if they've forgotten anything, that they may remember to keep on walking to the Lord, with the Lord, keep talking to the Lord, about anything, Lord. And I just pray that they may make decisions with you involved and it's about life and death, not about right and wrong. It's not about winning arguments. It's about living for you, Lord. Amen. Hey, was that great? Uh, yeah, huge thank you to you all because when you're not used to getting up the front and speaking, it is a big thing to do. Huge thank you. I'm not going to tell you who's speaking next week. You have to come along and find out for yourselves. So um, I hope you're taking something home from each of those speakers because they all had something really great to share with us. And although... It's been a fun thing to do. It's had a depth to it as well. It's the word of God. It's the people of God. Remember the Jesus that saw the woman at the well and knew what her heart needed, knows what our hearts needed. Remember the God who knew Job 
knows us as well. He knows the trials we go through. He knows the suffering we endure. But when we have learnt what the pain has taught us, he will restore to us what the locusts have stolen away from us. And remember Enoch. Keep walking toward the Lord and you will have your reward. Amen. This morning's blessing is from Jude. Now unto him who was able to keep you from falling and to present us before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God our Saviour be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. Amen, amen. Go into the world in the love and peace of God and share with others what you know about him. Amen.